Hello and welcome to another edition of the People's Rose. I'm Jared. And I'm Brooke. We are a married couple that loves to watch and talk about reality TV. And we love that so much we started a podcast. The one you're listening to now, in fact, it's called The People's Rose, where we talk about the shows we watch, which could be Bachelor Nation shows, competitive reality TV shows, Bravo and TLC reality TV shows, online streaming shows. And I know what you're thinking, man, that's so many reality tv shows in fact we think the same thing often um thankfully this week we don't have as many reality tv shows but the ones we did watch we're going to talk about them with you and i guess um you get a chance the blessing of listening to us talking about it <laughs> um Lucky you. yeah but uh it can get kind of overwhelming don't you think watching as much as we watch yeah and this is like just a busy week for us so yeah. it's probably for the best that we yeah, honestly thank dialed you. back this truly week. a blessing yeah <laughs> right <laughs> thanks thankfully the, the strikes are ending and so we were we were so giddy that we we're like oh we're gonna get so many reality shows and now it's just like oh my gosh there's so many <laughs> reality shows um but like i said um the ones that did air and we watched we um are gonna talk about unfortunately we have yet to start the now airing season of F-Boy Island on CW. Mm-hmm. We're probably going to do a big, like, binge. Catch up, yeah. To try to get to the live episodes. If not, we'll just do a big catch up um, a segment on one on a future pod. And then, also, we are behind because, of, you know, just how busy we work. And we were. Well, and it was work. And then just um, all the, the uh, shows we were watching. We are behind on... Uh, what is it called? Bachelor in Paradise. <laughs> mm-hmm. But when we catch up on that, we'll we'll talk and discuss that again. But what we are currently watching, and we just watched, and are excited to talk about, is um our guy Gary, our guy Gary Golden on the Bachelor the Golden Gary. Bachelor. I, I I can't. I have lost track of what episode exactly here we're on with Gary's season. But here we are. It's the episode before hometown. I so mean, regardless, we're down to three after tonight. Right, exactly. Which is wild. This was a pivotal, important episode. Um, I think we should just get right into it. What do you think about it, Brooke? The episode was, yeah. you know, sad. We're right before hometown, so we have declarations of love, and t- emotions are high, feelings are high, and Gary just had to cut some off. Yeah, this is, um, he's in trouble just because he's such a sweet, and I say trouble, not like he's <laughs> done anything wrong, but he's such a sweet, intentional, loving guy, and he's just such amazing women that he's got left that he's like, um, you know, and, and he's built relationships with, it's only going to get harder and harder to cut. Right. He's, Which we do, we see in the previews that that's what's coming. Right, right. I got to admit, before we get started, out of, I think it's been a slow build but I found myself solidly on Team Ellen this week. Yeah. And that was actually coming when she initially started. I was like, what does he see in Ellen? But I guess the right. more we saw from her, the more I was like, I like Ellen a lot. And Same. I like her and Gary a lot. And she was wearing some really cool glasses this episode. Oh, for sure. In the beginning. And I was like, okay, hey, Ellen's got style, too. You're right. She did have cool glasses on. Yeah. I remember those spectacles. Right? Um. She's also got an interesting accent that I don't know that I've noticed before. I think it sounded like kind of that maybe Jersey-ish. Oh, accent. I thought you said asset. I was like, what yeah. asset? This is that kind of pod, right? <laughs> um, no, to be very clear, accent. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she's also, like I said, Jersey-ish kind of. Mm-hmm. Northeast-ish, maybe, whatever that might be. Uh but do you agree? Like, she, the, we get, did you do you have that same slow burn vibe? Yeah, because Ellen? I'm in the past episodes. I was like, I don't really get it. I don't really see what what it is. And then last week with the um, pickleball, and this week I was like, oh, she's fun. Okay, I get it. I yeah. see it. I see it. You did say and that, yeah. Right when I'm seeing it, Gary decides to go and cut her. He cut her. This was the Gary said, "I'm getting rid of all blondes. But, I'm not a blonde." Yeah. Apparently, I just was shocked. I at truly we I was truly thinking she was gonna win. I mean, she got the pretty woman date 
where she got the dress made, the nice earrings. Right, right. She got the portrait from him. Right, right. It was all the signs pointing to she's number one. She's the one. You're right. Oh, man. It's like now that she's out of it, I actually kind of have no idea who he's going to pick. I know. Um, I mean, he has. I will say. Okay, so we're down to Teresa, Faith, and um, Leslie, right? Which honestly, this let's like okay, let's um, before we do the recap of the episode, let's just talk about these final three women, yeah. right? Faith got the first impression wrong. Mm-hmm. Then kind of dropped off the radar, right? She didn't like it. She talked to comment about it all season. Like, feel like he's not noticing me, right? Yeah. Fair, whatever. Um, then they have a great date. It's mm-hmm. like the most, it's like the big date of the year. So of the show so far. Right. But he said it straight up like, oh, I felt guilty at first. Cause I thought I was just into her because of her, how she looked. Yeah. He did say it that. wasn't until just now that I noticed, well, he didn't say it like that, but basically that I realized, oh, there's actually a connection that matters that I like about her. Right. But I don't know if that means that feels means well for her. <sighs> In the long run, if it took, bless you, Thank you. no problem, uh, if Sorry. it took this long for him to realize there was a connection, right? Right. Then you got Leslie, who he clearly has feelings for, but also there was like, uh, there was a lot of like, oh, I really like your fun side. I guess I'm learning more about your deep side. Mm-hmm. Then there's Teresa, who's of course been, he's been really, he's liked since the day one. Mm-hmm. But it just, is it me or does it just feel like Teresa's not the one for him? Or am I tripping? I honestly think of the three left, he likes Teresa the most. I think Leslie and Faith, he really is more into like their looks and their like yeah. attractiveness. I just think he likes the like idea of the funness of Leslie. Mm-hmm. But um, man. I thought him and Ellen were, were the one. I thought they were in game. Same. I was kind of really shocked by that. Uh, but I guess let's get into it. Yeah. So we start out with a really special one on one per Jesse. Mm-hmm. And it's with Faith. And they go on a helicopter ride. And they do the classic fly over the mansion, wave to the girls in the pool. Right, 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 right. Super romantic. And then they land on a yacht. Right. Which was, Gary was amped for. <laughs> they literally landed. And you can't see me, obviously, if you're our listeners, but our listeners. But you can't see me, but he, he was pumping. for like, yeah, I'm happy to be here. You know what I mean? Yeah. He was like, it was just another world landing on yeah. a yacht. And everyone was talking about how cool it was to have a helicopter land on a light and yeah, and be that be the date. For me, I was like, okay, where else was a helicopter gonna land? They were gonna land on land, and then you swim to the yacht. Like, oh my okay, gosh. you landed on a yacht. All oh, right, cool. okay, like as if you you will ever in your life land on a yacht in a helicopter. Right, I hear yes, but like that's not. I don't know if that would be that cool to me. Like, okay, I flew in a helicopter and landed on a yacht. What's different than I rode on a subway and then <laughs> got off at my stop? I don't oh know. I don't know. Gosh. This is the people's rose. I'm the man of the people. A you know man what I'm of saying? the people. Okay. All not, right. Yeah, it's not the um the whatever rose. Okay, so continue. What happened when they landed on the yacht? Well, you'll have to take over because I think this is when I went to go bathe. No, I baby. think we were both there because we were talking about um she was discussing how like he was telling all the qualities about her one thing that stood out is he's like oh and you're i thought you know i just noticed you're singing she's like oh i'm not even really a good singer oh yeah okay faith and then they and then yeah (laughs) we're like okay all right humble queen we love to see it right but then and then she started talking about how she had a lot of childhood trauma she was saying she didn't really go into detail, but she said her life was really different than a lot of people's, and she said she was alone a lot. Didn't she? And say she said that that, as, that happened as a child. I missed the part where that said that was childhood specific. Yeah. Oh okay. Yeah. Um. So I guess they connected deeper. Mm-hmm. He made the point of saying, "Hey, she gets the rose, obviously. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm giving you this rose, and this means like I want to meet your family. This is hometowns. This is a big step." So do you, will you accept this rose? And she, of course, accepted accept, accepted it. Mm-hmm. That was that, you know? Yeah. No, that it definitely seemed to get closer. 
But after that date, I didn't walk away going like, oh, Faith's the one. Yeah, I would still at that point be like, uh, he's definitely closer to Ellen. Yeah, exactly. I thought, see, okay, I thought that, okay, okay. And I'm not saying this from, maybe I am actually. Well, I'm just saying, I thought maybe it was Faith. He saw Faith as all looks. Mm-hmm. Bam! Whoa! Okay! Cool! Faith! Right? Mm-hmm. And then Teresa then made that strong emotional cont- attachment. She supported him when he couldn't see in the night when the producers had him basically driving for his life mm-hmm. in the middle of LA traffic, mm-hmm. right? And she was that good comfort, right? Yeah. You got Leslie who's somewhere in the middle of that, but I felt maybe Ellen was the best of all worlds. She's fun, yeah. Supportive. They had an emotional connection. Yeah. They laughed together. They had like seemingly romantic chemistry. Right. I just really would like to sit Gary down. And I'm sure it's just like, I just wasn't feeling it. I don't know if it's more than that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or not as much as he was with the other three. I almost wonder if he felt pressured to give Faith the rose because they were on a one-on-one. Because it would have been harder to have let her go on a one-on-one versus No, I don't think so because... I think he's really, I don't think he has the problem. I don't think he feels pressured to give out pity roses because when Nancy was like, I feel like you're not feeling me. He was like, yeah, you're right. Bye. Yeah, true. So that just strikes me as a guy that if after that date, he was like, I don't know if I'm ready to meet this lady's family. He would have said no. And then at the group date, he didn't feel pressure to give a rose. Then he was just like, actually, I don't, I need more time. Yeah. So I think if he needed more time, he would have taken it. That's true. You're right. You're right. Um, so that's, I mean, that's the gist of it. It's only an hour episode. We didn't have too much of that, right? From their date. Right. Yeah. So then we went right into the group date. No, that's not true. Actually, oh, so my bad. before the group date happens, the girls are sitting around pondering what's going to happen on the group date. Oh, and yeah. literally Susan says, you know, it'd be so cool. Like <laughs> a yacht ride on the ocean or whatever. Yeah. And then of course, Faith walks back and does the whole, you know. I actually thought it was nice because of how cool I guess it is to land on a yacht in a helicopter. When they're asking her, she's like, do you, you sure you want me to tell y'all? Yeah, she's like, I don't know. That's don't what Kathy was mad at Teresa y'all. for. Yeah. Like a fair warning. And they're like, tell us, tell us. And Ellen was getting, this is the point where Ellen was getting upset. She was like, yeah. Like, oh, I don't and want her to tell her, but just too. say it. Yeah, Leslie they all, was oh my her. gosh. Leslie was, she uh, was, she was going through it that day. She, and she does, she, she, you can read her emotions on yeah, her face. She yeah, does not yeah. hide it, is what I'm trying yeah. to say. And so Faith, of course, tells them. <laughs> Susan's like, that's what I wanted. That was my dream. But in a joking <laughs> right, Susan way, right. we said this during the episode. Susan at this point is just like, Best friend support, you yeah. know what I mean. She everyone goes to Susan because they know she ain't getting the. Yeah, she's rose. definitely not, but she doesn't seem torn up about it. She's just like, "Oh, I'm gonna be here." Yeah, and Sandra's her own person. I don't know what she is her own person, and I love it. <laughs> such... She is just enjoying her life. Yeah, there was this hilarious shot of Sandra when they were when. Faith was and Gary were flying over the mansion. All the women look were look in the pool, looking up and waving from like maybe the camera was like fifteen feet away. And then Sandra steps like maybe five feet in front of the like two feet in front of the camera. Her whole face is covering the screen, and she's just smiling and waving <laughs> in the sky. I thought that was hilarious and just kind of emblematic of like her kind of stands alone personality. Doing her own thing, yeah. Not that she like is all odd or fit, does it fit in or it's more just like she's her own person right yeah so, right um so that's then they launch into the group date after yeah. the women okay, are kind of you're right you're right upset about it yeah so they go to santa monica pier yeah we've been there no you know humble brand <laughs> actually no we haven't no we haven't we were in santa monica wait well yeah we oh we did go there but not that we didn't like we didn't go to the pier, the pier. but right, yeah right, you're right right you're right, right. right. Um, yeah, uh, wait, so, yeah, so he's like, we're gonna act like kids again, so that's what they do. Uh, most <laughs> they, of the women said, like, oh, it's, he makes me feel like a kid, I've been like, like, yeah. they all said something similar to that effect, I haven't felt this way, Ellen said seven years, mm-hmm. someone said they hadn't done these games since they were a kid, stuff like that. Sandra was having so much fun, her yeah. hair was all over the place, <laughs> she was just, like, bebopping around little Santa Monica Pier. Yeah. And then they go on a roller coaster, and Teresa looks like she's fearing for her life. <laughs> she is, like, in the front, like, 
barely has her eyes open, can't look, and it's like a baby roller coaster, yeah, right, right, right? right? But still, I was thinking, like, when's the last time these people were on a roller coaster? Right. Their bodies are probably going to be so sore. Yeah, not just on a roller coaster, but a, ro- a roller coaster with the guy they're dating, you know what I mean? <laughs> That's, like, such a, like, that is such a, like, younger person thing yeah, to be yeah, with yeah, the person yeah. you're dating right at an amusement park brooke and i one time for those in houston know at the aquarium <laughs> there's a um huge ferris wheel that you can see like from 45 or whatever and it's like in the like two feet away from the highway from the highway man, man a little more than two feet <laughs> okay you know I want i'm just to... saying you're right in the middle of the city right and so there's this huge um uh, uh not what i just said what it was what is it ferris called wheel. Yeah, Ferris wheel, right? And so we uh, were on a date <laughs> when we were dating, and then we got on it. Um, <laughs> Listen, I got a little spooked, okay? I don't know. I, I don't, it was did, a little wobbly. I, when we both got on one side, I think the whole thing tipped over. No, <laughs> it honestly true. felt like, the ca- like we like, were tipping the scales, and we were going to fall out. The pod we were in. <laughs> I don't know if I went to the other side or what happened. Right? I made you go. That's to right. The I other I don't want to accuse you of that if that if my memory was wrong. So we're sitting on the other side, and I felt like one movement. She was like, "Stop, stop moving." So it, needless to say, it was probably the least romantic date on a oh, Ferris gosh. wheel. And yeah, of and all the cars time. are zipping by. You got like smoke exhaust fumes in your yeah. face. Sorry, um, we've come a long way. Yeah, have uh, we rode rode? Oh, oh, what we what did we ride at um Disneyland? That was oh the water ride. Yeah, it's like a little roller coaster. I yeah. can't remember what it's called. Probably some Disney people would know. But yeah, and we, which we're I not. don't know. Okay. So back to the show. Those are the kind of feelings they're trying to elicit. Elicit. Um, and so we got kind of from the main people in contention. We, I don't, they didn't really show too much of Susan and Sandra. I think everyone watching at this point knows they were right. out of contention. Yeah. And I think they knew and were okay with sure. it. Which is, you know, that sign of maturity. Um, so Teresa, it starts with Teresa basically gearing up saying, oh, I am so ready to let him know I'm falling in love. I'm mm-hmm. excited about it. And she's like, I haven't told anyone I'm falling in love with them since my my husband. Right. And I'm like, did you really say those words? I'm falling in love with you? She said she hasn't said it to her husband. <laughs> so, yeah, I get what you're saying. Like, is that, it? Is that something she even said to him, right? Right. Um. So. I'm sure that, and we've probably said this before, but I'm sure that's a producer thing. Like, I'm sure they're like, do you think you're falling in love with him? And they're uh, like, yeah, oh, I think yeah, I, I'm falling I in am. love with him. Yeah. You think you're what? I I do think I'm falling in love with him. Yeah. And then that last part is what they air. I do think I'm falling in love with yeah. him. Are you really excited? I am really. That kind right. of stuff. Okay. So for, Teresa launches into She's spending her little one-on-one time on the group date with Garrett. She launches into the whole, oh, I'm falling in love with you. And Gary's just like, uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> And see, this is when I thought, oh, wow, this is Teresa's for sure going home. Ellen's getting going forward because he was just, they asked him or he, afterwards he was like, oh, because he doesn't say anything back. Just kind of like, thanks. And they hug and kiss. And then Teresa, she's all copium. She's like, oh, yeah, I said it to him. And I know he couldn't say it, but I could tell just yeah. by how he acted <laughs> that he wanted to say it back. And it would be so awesome when he can actually say it back. And at the time, the way I saw it, I was like, oh, that's not what happened. Mm-hmm. And even afterwards, it felt like Gary was like, oh, she's a good, respectable woman, and I, I have strong feelings for her. Maybe that was the edit, but I was like, oh, I feel like maybe his feelings have changed. Yeah, well, it seems like with Teresa, things with her have been, the flame has been going out a little bit since she had her drama with... Um, that's what I thought. What's her name? Kathy. Kathy. Um... So, yeah. So then, yeah, it was a surprise. I was certain it was going to come down to Teresa and Leslie for who was getting a hometown, but I right. was mistaken. Right, right. So, yeah, after that, we get a little moment with Leslie. 
And she's, like you said, like you said, been torn up all episode. She's torn up with him because she said seeing him go on all these dates, uh, she's had cheating in the past happen with her, and that's tough. And he, you know, he just calmed her and said, no, I like you, and I wake up laughing and smiling, thinking about you and our time together. Uh, and they hugged and kissed, and it was a bit, it was a strong moment for them. Mm-hmm. I definitely felt like that might have secured, I thought, I, I mean, she is final three now, and at that moment, I was like, okay, yeah, this is final two, three kind of relationship. Um, so that's, I mean, that's just, you know, they're, they're, go, they're continuing to go upward, but I don't know if I see them on the final trajectory. And then we finally get Ellen, and this is where I'm, I'm fully team Ellen. Right. She's just has her emotions on her sleeve she's saying i love i she said to him on the roller coaster after it finished i love you and i can't wait i can't wait for you to meet my kids right. my friends and family my best friend she called her best friend right name and i know that you'll love you and you'll fit right in yeah and you said this too she when she was telling him what she liked about him it was like genuine qualities and characteristics about him not like how he makes her feel right 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 and so yeah it seemed like she genuinely was really in love with him and really wanted to have a relationship she was she there's one thing is for certain her feelings for him are are not in doubt yeah she like after that she grabbed him and kissed him and maybe we should have seen i mean it's not like he recoiled or anything but you know and um but even with all that said, she was kind of bracing for impact. All the people were talking about the rose. And she's like, if I don't get the rose tonight, I'm going to be devastated. Yeah. Like, she was just like, I can't even look at the rose. I can't even think about not getting the rose tonight because what would that mean? And that. But as we said, Gary decided not to give out any roses. Yeah. Gary was like, I just can't. I just can't do it right now. And all the girls were really supportive. Yeah. They- um, Especially Teresa. That's Teresa's move. She yeah. put her hand on Gary. Yes, Gary. That's Gary. That's a wonderful <laughs> yeah. idea. Great I, job, Gary. Ellen's face to me said, mm, "I should be getting that rose tonight." But yeah, I think I saw, and maybe this is what it is about Aaron. I mean, Ellen. Not to say that you're not supportive. You definitely are. You're, you're the most supportive partner I could ever ask for, right? Um, sometimes I feel like. Teresa, Ellen could say, I mean, I feel like with Teresa, Gary could say, like, I've decided to cut off every woman's leg to see if they can stand on one leg. And Teresa's like, great idea, Gary. <laughs> Gary, that's so wonderful. He's like, I've decided to send you all to Canada and whoever can run back here the quickest on one leg. Teresa, yeah, that's awesome, Gary. You're so smart. And to me, I don't know. That's I feel like she, she kind of gives me fake. And Ellen, I don't know. I Irish. Not to say that I don't respect Teresa, but I like that Ellen is very clear clear how she feels, good or bad, angry or upset. You know what I mean? I feel like she has yeah, confidence I agree. being true to herself. Mm-hmm. And maybe so does Terry, but I don't know. So, Gary, I I think I, like everyone agreed made the right decision, and we jump straight to the rose ceremony. And Ellen, Sandra, and Susan are eliminated. Shocker. Shocker. I mean, Susan and Sandra, not shocking, but True. Ellen, shocking. And he did walk her out, and he really didn't have much to say. Not really. But she was kind of, she was upset visibly, sure. but she wasn't mean or rude about no. it. And she was thankful, as she said, for the experience, that it was a great moment in her life. Right. So I hope for all three of those women, Ellen, Susan, and Sandra, this isn't the end of their love story. Yeah. I'm sure there's tons of guys back home are like, oh my gosh. I'm sure there's tons of, they're the ones that got away for tons of men that are probably hitting them up right now. You know, <laughs> hey, Ellen, I saw you and I'm, I'm, I know you were wanting Gary to pick you, but I'm glad. Yeah. When are you coming over to the, to Jersey Shore? You know what I mean? <laughs> the Shore House. And Sandra, I don't even know. She's gonna, she's I got. Mean- for sure. Sandra, we might see Sandra with like a 20, 23 year old soon. Maybe Sandra should be the golden bachelorette. I think Ellen would make a strong case. I think Leslie, if she loses, the producers might want that. Although I think she's a little young. Mm. Um, But who knows? Maybe they want a little younger. Who mm-hmm. knows what they're looking for? Mm-hmm. 
I think this show is a very interesting show the other way around. Um, mm. Where it's a, one woman with a bunch of older guys. Mm-hmm. They, we've seen a lot of maturity from these women. Do you think there would be the same levels of... You think they could cast oh 22-year-old... I have not 22- even thought about it. Now I'm just like... Now my, that... Wow. This is throwing me for a loop. Right. Like, I might... There's no way that there's 20 Garys out there. <laughs> right. right? It, like, which is... is Why is that so, like... Why does that seem so apparent to both of us that it's right? immensely harder to find right. that many guys? Yeah. I almost wondered if it wouldn't be that much sim- dissimilar from just a regular Bachelorette. Where I, you know how I always talk about the drama on the Bachelorette is way crazier because right. guy drama barely makes sense. Right. Bro, what are you, bro, are you serious? So are you now serious? I'm like, wait, so what are older men like? I don't think anyone knows. I don't know what a group, like, okay, okay. But this is, this is partially how we how society views this. So this is a lot of stereotypes, a lot of like, you know, um, judgmental type language, right? <laughs> But if you see a group of, you think of a group of older ladies single looking for love. Oh, that's sweet. That's beautiful. And I hope they find it. A bunch of older dudes on the prowl, you know, for, yeah. it doesn't, it doesn't, I even just the way I described that sounds a little differently. You know. And is that, and is, and is that wrong that we see that as wrong? Cause maybe yeah. there are that many, but just because of the stereotypes, like, oh, old creepy dude trying to find love. Is you know what is that? Yeah, I don't know. You know, there's someone in my life who has told me before, um, old older men who lose their wives don't stay single for long mm-hmm. because they need someone to take care of them. Yikes! So I'm wondering if they if well, first of all, if that's true, and second of all, if that would cause an issue. Like maybe it really is hard for them to find men, that many men, or would be hard. Maybe it would be hard for them to find that many men. Here's the approach I think that happens. And this is what makes it sad, but they casted this a lot with the women. Maybe they do it with the men. I think in general, a lot of times men, we're thinking of men who have been like divorced and you're thinking like, well, why'd you divorce your wife after 25 years? Like, mm-hmm. what'd you do? Kind of thing. Mm-hmm. We're thinking of men who never got married. Like you couldn't find, like no woman would marry you mm-hmm. until your seventies, which again, that's wrong for mm-hmm. people to think like that. Mm-hmm. What's wrong with you? Kind of thing. I think they're going to lean heavily for the sympathy. Wife died mm-hmm. six years ago. Mm-hmm. So they did with Gary. I think that's what we'd see. Yeah. Wow, we just interesting. We just uh, <laughs> we're gonna get canceled. We took because, a little detour there. Yeah, yeah. We just lost all of our plus seventy <laughs> listeners who are men. I apologize, guys. Um, I mean, no disrespect. It's just truly none. Um, we're just you know I think we do, I do still think it'll be a different show. Yeah. Because also the Bachelorette really a lot of times leans into the macho versus sweet uh, right yeah and what does it mean to be much a macho man at 75 oh hard to say right oh gosh <laughs> all right let's let's move on <laughs> that was that was the episode that was the latest episode of the golden bachelor just think about the guys from bip being 70 right <laughs> i can't oh, i wow. truly can't um, Speaking of BIP, we really have nothing to report because we are very behind. Yeah, it's like I said at the beginning, we're behind. So instead of going into Bachelor in Paradise, we're going to go to our Brooks Buzz. <laughs> Brooks likes to watch shows that, um, well, I mean, that I guess she just has more of a stomach for. <laughs> a lot of shows I literally can't handle the cringe. <laughs> But um, we don't want to leave those shows out. And so we do like to hear from Brooke's perspective on the reality TV world and the news and opinions on the latest. So what do you got for us, Brooke? So we have Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, Kyle. Um, what's her last name? Kyle. Oh, my God. Richards. Richards. 
Um, so we, you know, she's been out in the news for a while because everyone thought she was dating that country singer whose name I got wrong. Morgan Wade, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, they were, like, denying the rumors, but then they came out, or she came out with this, um, music video that was just too far. I mean, and they were like... Oh, we were just making fun, leaning into the rumors, but like, come on. Right. Um, well, then it comes out that her and Mauricio have been separated, but then, but then they kind of came out and were like, no, that's not true. Like we've had a really hard year, but we're fine. So nobody really truly knows where they stand. However, the new season of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills is about to come out. So, or it may have already started. I'm not completely sure. So, apparently we're going to see that kind of play out in the season. Well, Mauricio, that's her husband, is currently doing Dancing with the Stars. Mm-hmm. And he was seen over the weekend out on the town with his partner from Dancing with the Stars, Emma Slater, and they were holding hands. And um, Kyle was on Watch What Happens Live, and Andy was like, how do you feel about the pictures of him holding hands with Emma? And Kyle was like, well, it was hurtful. So, like, dang, like, what is going on between y'all? Wait, hold on. Why is this dude on Dancing with the Stars? Mauricio? Yeah. Because he's Kyle's husband. No, but, but he's not on the TV show. He like that's the bar is, is definitely on the floor. Well for what it means to be a star on Dancing with the Stars. <laughs> okay. The that, husband it's been like that for hold years. On, hold on, the <laughs> husband wait. of a real housewife is on Dancing with the Stars. Well, wait, because this is actually perfect to go. This this goes perfectly. What I was about to say is that people are saying this whole charade of are they, aren't they? He's out holding hands. She's hurt, but she's also with this country singer. Is because they are trying to like promote their shows because he also has his own reality show on Netflix called like at Selling Beverly Hills. Because he's a really buying big, Beverly oh, buying Beverly Hills. Because he's a really big real estate agent in Beverly Hills. So, yeah. That's kind of where we're at with that. I think Kyle loves drama. I think she loves. I mean, that's all it is. They gotta. They have to promote. Yeah, they're, they're just, I mean, they're not actors. They're not musicians. I mean, and the fact so they that they have to promote like, their life for get people right. to care. And the fact that they're like, oh, watch it. It all plays out on the show. It's like, obviously, you're trying to get people to watch the show. Yeah, so, I mean, is. I will. <laughs> I'll gladly watch it. And you're going to watch buying, buying Beverly Hills? That I'm not going to watch. But, I mean, I'm going to watch Real Houses of Beverly Hills, even though... I will go on record and say it's probably my least favorite franchise. Oh, wow. What a sacrifice you're making. <laughs> I know. I know, right? Um, But other than that, I think that's all that I have. Okay. Um, Also, because like I said, I've also been very busy this week. The, very, the, 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 the 60 second segment I have, I couldn't even come up with 60 seconds of content. Um, not that I couldn't come up with, I just didn't have time to research. It, I I shouldn't have picked a segment that requires so much additional research. I feel like you have let the people down for weeks with this sports segment. No, it's okay. That's the thing. Segments like these, like I said, we're workshopping. Oh, okay. Got we're not at the premiere. I mean, we're gonna have a sixty seconds of segment that just, I mean, tears the podcasting industry apart. Oh wow! It's gonna be a segment where the CEO, a Spotify says. Sir, <laughs> here, here, here's a five hundred thousand dollar house. Oh my With a gosh. studio for you to podcast. So in. modest. I thought you were gonna say, "Here's a million dollar check for you." No, because now that's there's still Spotify here. We're talking Got about. It. They just lowered the rates instead of raising them for their oh, artists wow. and stuff. 
So I'm not to say that they're broke, but they definitely, you know, are on um what well, um paycheck assistance, Spotify. Anyways, uh let's see. Um so before we get to the uh other show that we really love and like to talk about, let's talk a little bit about the amazing race. We watched that this week. Um we love that show. Brooke, what do you think? Um, I got a little bit of a scare because Corey and his dad, unfortunately, can't remember his name right now. Right. The, the dad, I mean, the the deaf father and son. Uh-huh. The, the son is, is not deaf. Go ahead. Yeah. Oh, Rob. Rob and Corey. They in, so we started out with a roadblock, which we don't always start out with, but they kind of all evened out. From the, they were all on the same flight, so then they were all even when they got to where are they? India, Jaipur, India, the pink city. Yes, um, and so they all started with a roadblock, which of course got them, you know, onto different. Uh, just got them on, a, yeah, their their own path basically. Right, right, right. Um and. Corey could not do it. He came in last place on this roadblock because they had to balance bold on their head and do a traditional Indian dance, and he could not keep the bold on his head. And I was stressed. <laughs> what I think it took him like fifteen times, right? Like fifteen tries, yes, to get it right. Um. So, yeah, and then they were in last place, but they turned it around because they went to the correct detour, which you don't really know which one is correct and not correct, but definitely it was the easier one that they picked. Right, right, right. I don't know. I think they they always try to make it a balance even, so I don't know if there's a you correct do? or... Yeah, I don't know if there's a wrong or right detour. I think they try to make it even depending on your skill set, you know hmm. what I mean? Um, but this one ended up being quite a lot quicker for the teams that did it. Yeah. Um, and it was cute. They had to make little puppets and then do a little puppet show. <laughs> yeah. And that other side of the detour, I remember thinking it, I had to see it happen. <laughs> yeah. We were like, what? understand it. Now we might've been sleepy and tired. Yeah. But, um, I still don't even really understand at least with the puppets. It was like a tradition in Indian Indian tradition. But what was the were the pictures? Yeah, I think the pictures and were done in a mural. The murals were done in a style, a style traditional to like. Oh, okay, India. okay. So yeah, we had a we definitely after seeing our our shopkeeper team go home, I was like, we can't lose another of our Johnson family favorite team. <laughs> but we are another one of our favorites. I think this is the second week in a row winning the Texas team. Mm-hmm. Well, not they didn't get remember the. The soccer girls got it one last week. You're right, right, right. But so they got two, but it wasn't one barely counted. Yeah. Right, but and it's not in a row. Regardless, they got first this week, which was great. Mm-hmm. And then... um, We got this... Uh, we learned that the sisters and the brothers um have the last, same last name because the Franklin siblings. Oh, yeah. They were running together. Um, Those sisters, man, they are arguers. I... Stop! Stop! What are you doing with the needle? Oh my gosh! Why'd you get so close to me? Honestly, it's time for them to go. But I, I did laugh out loud when she like poked her in the eyebrow with the needle. I was like, "Are you dreaming?" Only because that is so something that like me and my sisters would do. Right, right, right. <laughs> right. Exactly. Um. So yeah. But they're just—it's too much. I don't. They're not. They're struggling too much every leg. This leg, they switched detours and still somehow I remained mean, in the race. Just horrible race running strategy yeah. from them. Horrible. Um, and then are there, are there? I feel like there's one other team we care about. Uh, the brothers, um, the black brothers. Yeah, I said them with the Franklin siblings. Oh yeah, the Franklin. And then um, the military brothers. They're kind of. I don't know if I care about them, but they're interesting. I I think I do. I think I do like them. So, but we're, we're actually kind of, the race is, is whittling itself down. Yeah. Um, it always goes fast because it's such a fast-paced show. Yeah, you're right. Okay, are we ready to talk about Big Brother? 
Let's do it then. Big brother. Bump down 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 Alright, I'll jump I'll jump right into this. Why on God's green earth is Felicia backstabbing every single person she's aligned with? Felicia like, is playing a horrible game. A horrible game. She's clearly playing to be the second player she's never going to be able to convince any jury member that she deserves to win this game unless she's sitting i don't even not even next to boy jane boy jane's won hoh twice felicia and if she says well i got rid of heisem that's so long ago and nobody cares nobody cares see i mean the one person who as yes i've had some ups and downs but it's like truly been on your side the entire game sari you immediately throw under the bus um and she's not even targeting you. Right. She's not targeting you. You just are trying to curry favor. So like, oh, Jack, please take me to final two. So dumb. And I, even when Sari came back and was like, after they had had like their first falling out, Sari came back and was like, okay, like I'm ready to work with you. Like, let's forgive and move on. Like, she's already given you a second chance. And right. then you're going to do that again. Yeah. I, the issue with this season, I think you agree. This is like not been a bad. Well, it's just not hasn't been like oh, it's so exciting, so action packed, right? Season. I think one of the main issues is the men have been dominating the oh, competition. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. Whether it was Jared or Cameron or Corey Jag or Matt or Hysom. The women have not really affected the game through competitions, yeah. right? And yes, they outnumber Jag and Matt, but instead of them banding together, first of all, they can't because they haven't won a competition, right? But a lot of them that are remaining are satisfied, whether they want to believe it or not, with getting second place. I mean, you said it best today when you said at this point, everyone's playing for second. Right. You got you had Blue who just who went home. Who was whose biggest allies were the two biggest compies in the game? I know she could kitty kitty purr boots down all she wants to. She was never even if she even if Jag and Matt were on her side, she would never beat any of them. Felicia, who are you beating? Sari has an outside chance, but I think honestly, if we're realistic with ourselves, she really doesn't. No, because she can't win a comp, and her strategy that she had blew up in her face and now she's just kind of limping to the end but she has made it to the end so i think that she could spin it if only if she was sitting next to felicia or bowie jane but that's just not gonna happen because they can't win yeah she needs to be sitting next to even bowie jane is risky yeah because bowie lane did basically the same thing right only she didn't backstab everybody and she won hoh twice yeah you're right um and Sari has won money before. Yeah. Um, she needed to be sitting next to Blue or Felicia, which yeah, are the two right. she was trying to keep. Oh, uh, did I say? Uh anyways, but Blue is gone. America's gone. Felicia barely wants to work. I don't think Felicia wants to work with Sari. Ah. I think because she knows Sari can't, Sari will beat her. But she needs to wake up and realize everybody left is going to beat her. Can you imagine a Bowie Jane Felicia final two? I will just, I will have to take a serious break from Big Brother. I mean, as in, in the off season. <laughs> I'll come back for the next season. But like, I just, this, I mean, I'm sorry. And I said it to you earlier. I am so bored and over this season. It's not fun when the same people win every time. And it's not fun when people act like they're these great, awesome players when they are have done nothing. Blue horrible. did it on her way out. In her interview, she was like, "Who? of course he wanted to get me out. I'm a great player, whatever she said. She had this whole, like, act. This She did her whole little persona thing. I think even Julie was kind of like, Blue, let's just get, like, can we just for a second stop with the persona, the kitty kitty purr, and just, like, be a, be you? She was like, lit, uh, Julie was like, okay, Blue, do you have anything left to say? Right. And Blue was like, 
Oh my gosh, what do you think of my outfit? Right. And that's when I was like, this might be the worst exit interview I've maybe ever seen. Yeah. It's definitely bottom 10. I, Blue <laughs> Blue did literally everything wrong in yeah. the game. Now, you can't really say that because she made it to final six or whatever. But any opportunity that she had to advance her game, she made the wrong move. Yeah. She, I, I, she was one of the picks at the beginning of the season. I said, oh, she's a... Uh, market strategist and i saw the word strategist right so i assumed maybe she no 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 no. she was just about creating the blue kim persona on national tv and which is okay it's not okay it's not what i want from the show but i don't think she whatever i don't i don't want to also what kind of strategist is it because if her if if she's a like social media strategist then that's what she does is make things look good and appear to be one way you right, see what i'm what saying is, like I I, well then i don't see how that would really help in this game yeah but I, unless you're i mean maybe because you're trying to convince people but you're not it's not working you know I, Derek and cody said it good on their podcast too and they were i mean they were like i'm just tired of seeing people who are just here to to promote themselves with their influencing thing they're not here to play the game and that was definitely blue yeah, so oh, we could really talk. We could really, really get into this. They had a casting problem before, where they weren't. They were. It was like like people they were casting led to the same types of people winning over and over, and yeah. we got really mad up. We got everyone got fed up with that. Rightfully so. There's more casting that needs to be fixed. Problems that need to change. You can't cast influencers right and if they're going to be an influencer they have to be a super fan yeah like stop casting people who have never heard of the show right and would would join any reality show if it meant that more followers right saw them exactly. they're casting people who are like oh I, I would like to be on national tv and i get you're gonna have a few of those but stop casting blue cams right stop casting um Honestly, stop casting Boy Janes. Like, it's at some points, it's fun to have someone who doesn't know the game and honest, almost actively not, like, refuses to play the game. But that would be somebody like Sam. That's what I'm saying. Sam, yeah. Bowie James, um, they ended up getting this far in the game, and then they're not, even, they're not really doing anything. I wouldn't say Bowie Jane. I think Bowie Jane definitely wanted to promote herself. But Sam, a welder in wherever she was, she wasn't wanting to promote herself. Well, that's what I'm saying. I don't want to say, I think, but Bowie's not playing. I don't care about promoting or whatever. Bowie's not playing the game. Yeah, okay. She's just do whatever Matt and Jag says. And then like, oh my gosh. So we, we there's things that needs to change. Yeah. Like cast people who want to play the game. Yeah. They don't, it's okay if they have a tons of followers. But if they're only doing it to go out and start shilling um, Instagram ads or whatever, or start a Patreon, um, or start a podcast about reality TV with their spouse, <laughs> um, those people you can cast, hey, actually. Hey, we liked it before we started this. Yeah, I just, like, Big Brother to me, listen, CBS, someone send this to the CBS casting director. Send it. Robin Cass is her name. Robin, Listen, Robin. This is for you. And Robin, I know you cast Canada. I know that you know how to cast the show, right? Mm. And I know that your job isn't actually you don't you don't work as like make Big Brother better. You cast who the Big Brother American Big Brother producers tell you to cast, right? Mm. I get that. They get final say. You have a mandate, right? But do not listen to them. Stop <laughs> listening to them. They don't know what makes their show right. Be your own person, Robin. Right. It's like, have you, Robin, have you seen Indian Matchmaker? <laughs> Auntie Seema, the person could ask for tall, light skin, yeah. with a full head of hair, and Seema does not care. She will give them five <laughs> foot six, bald, dark, you know what I mean? Right. And say, listen, no, you need this. Right. And stop being so picky. Right. Right. Robin, walk into those Paramount Studios. Walk into CBS, walk up to, oh, I forgot her name. Um, I forgot the, the lady but the, that runs Big Brother and say, no, you don't know what you need. Mm. We know what you need. <laughs> Cast the right people. And let's turn the show around, right? It's like one of those things where it's like, 
the people at the top are making the decisions for the workers, the people who are actually out there doing right. the work, and they have no idea. Right. So it's just this season has definitely been kind of a deflating balloon. There were moments where, like, okay, it was promising. Okay. It was really the Jared Siri of it all was very promising, right? And then, like, you, I know they can't control the order of how things go, but you made some ones that even surprised me. Izzy, one of the best casting decisions. Izzy of all was time. great. Felicia, I don't like her, but you cannot deny that she's like entertaining mm-hmm. and a character, right? Mm-hmm. You've got. A survivor strategist, so you brought in survivors friend and series of strategists, you know, and that didn't hasn't worked out. But you know what I mean. You had the the, the family twist. Those are good kinds of twists. Yeah, they're li- they're they're like they add things, but I wouldn't say it's totally unfair. You know and what I mean? Corey in America, Corey, who had a good show. No one saw it coming except for me. I right. called it from the beginning. And but here's also the people you get re- get away get rid of. If Blue Kim is talking like this in her audition, and then you say, like, okay, we're going to do a test diary room. <laughs> and she goes, kitty, kitty, purr, boots, cut. <laughs> if Red is talking like this in his audition, oh, yeah, I'd really like to get on the show. And then you say, okay, let's do a, a practice diary room. Like, yay, howdy, I'm just a chill, Billy. Cut. Do not cast him. That girl last year, Jasmine. If she's talking like this in the audition, oh, I want to be uh-huh. on the brother. And you turn on the diary room, it's like, well, gee, well, call me a hog tire and it's going to be a double sweet topic. Get rid of them. Right. You know what I mean? We need, you know what we need? You know who had the best authentic diary rooms? Brittany Haynes. Well, Brittany Haynes, all, yes, but you never, there's only one Brittany Haynes. Yeah, yes. But what I'm saying is like, she was just truly herself. In the diary room, and it worked. You know who's like that, though? She's not. She'll never be this iconic. But I got I got them from America. I got those vibes. Yes. Yes. Agreed. And America was funny. She was In funny. In her goodbye speeches, funny. She was funny. She didn't She didn't pull punches. Yeah. That's what we want yes. on Big and Brother. Yes, and she, she, she kind of played herself because she did make it known. But that's okay. But that's okay. If she would have won, if she could have won some competitions, it would have been fabulous. Right. That's okay because even with Britney, she got played by the... Yeah. Um, yep. Brigade. But the brigade, but mm-hmm. that's an iconic moment yeah. because of how genuine she was. Mm-hmm. Blue realized she got paid like 17 times this yeah, season. Yeah. Her alliance member was like, hey, actually, we're playing you. And Blue, I have no idea how she got up there and said, this is actually perfect for me. I'm a little <laughs> mad that Jag lied to my face and is sending me home. Right. But that's awesome. Kitty, kitty, you know, it's like, that's well, not what and, yeah, we want. Because then even when she was interviewing with Julie, Julie was like, so uh-uh. were you going after them? And she's like, yeah, of course. And then Julie was like, so who were you working with? And she's like, oh, Jag and Matt. And it's like, Blue, what is it? Like, you don't even know left from right in this house. Yeah. And then, uh so this is just, okay, just a recap. More Izzy's, more Felicia's, <laughs> more America's. And you know what? I I have never been a huge fan of the nerdy, you know, awkward, you know, white boy that they cast. I mean, I don't make these these cast stereotypes. <laughs> they do. The Steves, the Ians. Oh, the Corey. But Corys, this Corey, yeah. this Corey one worked out. Yeah. <laughs> this Corey's the right one to cast. More yeah. Corey's, less Steve's. Even though I actually like Ian. But I just feel like they, the way they cast those guys are so, like, less, I don't know. I want more genuine chaos. Same. You, you get what I mean? Same. And Even strategy. Even Rachel Riley. Yes. Yeah. But you know, Rachel Riley was crazy, but she came to play. Exactly. She wanted to be there, right? Exactly. And that's what... Like, we saw fights. We saw genuine anger. We saw joy and excitement when they won something because they wanted to be there. It wasn't, oh, if I lose, I hate $75,000 is a lot of money. Which is, that's okay. Mm-hmm. Second place deserves money. Or like, oh, if I get fifth, I'm going to have 50,000 more followers on that. And that alone will get me ads that I want, right? Mm-hmm. So maybe they need a golden 
Big Brother, right? Where you get a bunch of 50 and 40 year olds, you know, who, <laughs> to, who have watched the show their whole lives and are into it, right? Right. Or maybe you need Just a full uh, season of Chicken George's. Right. All oh, right. <laughs> and they tried to have all stars with former players who they knew would play, but that was work. a disaster. It was a disaster. So that's not the answer. It's just let Robin cook and get the people that we need. Because I've liked the Big Brother Canada casting. And she exactly. does both. And now it's, I'm sitting here thinking maybe after this, we need to watch another season of Canada for a breath of fresh. I hundred, <laughs> I a hundred percent agree. I, I mean, heard that, like, that season that we have yet to see. I heard it was a great season. Okay. Then that's the what all we got to like, do. With the all-time great final couple of weeks of episodes. Okay. Then we've got to do it. So, um, we, okay. There's no point in recapping because honestly. Nothing happened. Jag won the HOH. He won the veto. He won the blue to go home. That's what happened. And, even in well okay so then but we we can comment on the double eviction because that was yeah kind of exciting yeah except for the fact that well bowie jane won oh. which what in the world even right. is that it was obvious she was gonna do whatever matt and jag wanted right she put up america and felicia and then america of course went home because matt won and i don't have a problem with matt I actually don't have a problem with jag i don't think a person who got home sent got sent home unanimously should win the game but he's building a super strong case on why that should be so well yeah exactly matt wins of course and they're just their final five this was a crazy moment matt jag of course they should be celebrating because this is the this is the scenario they want right they both get to play in the hoh and they have to beat out bowie jane Felicia and Sari, just give them the, just, give it to them now. Just give it. To like, them why now. even do the comp? Just give well, them. Well, Bowie Jane won't get to play, will she? Oh, you're right. So it's literally Matt and Jack for, versus Sari and Felicia. Yeah, just actually, just give them the game. It's ridiculous. I mean, at unless this they point. have a, a, unless they play a game like name members of Sari's family, <laughs> even then she might lose. Right. So, right. um, it's just crazy. Like, there should be celebrating, but seeing Bowie Jane and Felicia. All like, yeah, woo! And it's like, no, y'all, what are y'all doing? Right. And even Sari, she celebrated a little bit, but you could see the wheels are already turning. Like, now how on God's green earth am I going to get rid of Jag now? (laughs) Right, right. She lost her only two chances and they were slim. Yeah. So the one thing I do want to make sure we talk about, and producers, I've been talking to Robin a lot. (laughs) I want to turn this to you. Good job. I'm going to clap softly so we don't peek. But great job, producers. I actually, this is something very few reality shows do. It's something, in fact, I'm clipping this. We're not video recording this, but I want this to get out there. Producers, listen to me. (laughs) Rewinding and showing, bringing Uh, the receipts on a lie or the truth, determining whether or not it was showed, is exactly what we want. Yes. Don't give me filler segments of people farting anymore. No. Uh-uh. Don't give me filler segments, <laughs> you know what I mean, of the little games they play in the house. Yeah, no. Interrogate whether or not someone is lying and rewind and show the receipts. We actually got the VHS rewind effects, <laughs> and it's like, finally, right. who was in the edit bay for this episode? Give them an Emmy. <laughs> put them in charge of the rest of the show. Because that's what we want. Yes. When I watch Real Housewives with Brooke, yes. I am begging them. When they're arguing about something, I was like, I wish a producer would just cut to what really and happened. And they do. And they do. They do. They do. And when they don't, it's like, well, why didn't we, right? <laughs> Love is Blind, it was a huge moment when they, after the credits wrap, they cut yep. to- um, The cutie incident. Right. And you're like, that's what we, that's what reality TV yep. needs, right? Yep. So we need- and like Amazing Race would be like, wait, what happened? Who dropped that? And then they'll boom, they'll cut back <laughs> to Jared leaving the passport on the yep. ground while he was playing Super Auto yep. Pets, right? And that's why Brooke deserves to be mad. <laughs> Big Brother, it is taking you. I'm not even mad that it's taking you 25 seasons to do something <laughs> like this, but it should happen every episode. Yeah, agreed. We should have the receipts. And yes, I know there's live feeds, but we should have clear receipts on stuff like that. We, yeah, we can't all see the live feeds. We Nobody can see the live feeds 24-7. We oh, just can't. I don't know. We you should look at it. the Reddit people. There are some people who they make it their job 
And Taryn Armstrong, obviously. It's literally oh, his I job. Oh, I guess they sleep when the house guests sleep. Exactly. Oh, gosh. Taryn okay. Armstrong, it's literally his job well, to watch the Well, that's locker. amazing, actually. Maybe I want that job. So that was it. Um, there's not that many people left, so who are you rooting for? I will just say that. Who do you want to win? Oh, my gosh. I've, uh, of the people left, I do think Jag should win. I think he should win. I think I know you. I know it throws you off because he was evicted, but I think the fact that he was evicted made his way back in, or at least got Matt to save him for whatever reason. Matt saved him, and then now he's winning, 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 winning. Like I just think that he deserves to win. Another, I think he should win. But what I don't like is when this show feels like the challenge and it just comes down to, I won a bunch of comps. Give me money. Like, that's yeah. not what makes Big Brother the best. True. It's when we see, like... But I think I, he's had a good social game, too. I think everyone likes him. No. No? If, if Corey doesn't wake up halfway through the season, Jag is still cooked and still in the dark, right? Mm-hmm. Siri, Izzy, and Felicia had him in a blender. He didn't know what was going on in the house. It was Corey in America That's true. who woke up. Uh, right? You're right. Good call. And then they, then he gets, he gets them out. So it was strategic to get them out. But I mean, what was your other choice at this point? Right? Yeah. You had to get them out. That so, is true. I'm almost thinking, like, does Jag really know what he's done? Like, I can't imagine him actually being good at like the final like when the final two like answering the questions with good answers and And that's what i'm saying like even like think about this and this is why everyone's like well of course jack wins but it's just kind of by default yeah when there were other comp beasts he couldn't he couldn't beat cameron he couldn't beat heisem yeah he couldn't beat jared he always came in second right true and he he's not the reason those people got out it's other people it's Corey. Mm -hmm. it's felicia it's Sari, you know what I mean? True. It wasn't until all those people were, you know, gone and it was a wasteland left that he had the opportunity. When he had to play and it was just strategy, he was getting cooked. And in fact, he was eliminated unanimously. It just so happened to have a power where his friend saved him. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's why I'm like, yes, I'm like, don't give it to Bowie Jane. Don't give it to Felicia. I wanted to go to Sheree, but I'm not sure she deserves it anymore at this point. Yeah. So I say Jag, but at this point, whoever gets out Jag, which is likely to be Matt, should win the game. If somehow Bowie Jane does it, fine, whatever. Give it to Bowie Jane. If somehow Saria Felicia does it, I think you have to give it to one of them, right? Yeah. But I just who all of these five, yes, I think Jag default sure is the best player left quote-unquote, but it's like that's because everyone else tore their ACL and he was the last man standing on the field. <laughs> wow. Are, are you that's rooting a, for... That's a good read. Are you but, rooting for Jag as well? Or but not let really? me say this. So then what do you think Matt... Because you are saying all these other people who are have now left are the ones that made the big moves that got Jag to where he is. So what's your stance on Matt? Does Matt deserve to win? Well, Matt's the one who saved Jack. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Matt has a great alliance. Jack only has Matt. Matt has a great alliance with Felicia. He has a great alliance with Jack. He's in good with Bowie Jane. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Uh, Felicia doesn't care for him, but whatever. He was good with Riley. Matt has a better social game than Jack, I feel like. He's got better contingencies. Mm. Like, think about it. None of the women are like, oh, we have to get out Matt. It's all like, oh, we have to get out Jack. True. You know, it's just Felicia who wants to team up with Jack. True. So I I think he, but that's not, I don't think he's played a winning game. Mm-hmm. If he, he wins by default, though, if Jack is still there. I mean, if Jack isn't there. Yeah. So that's, to be honest, I, don't, I think you can go back a couple weeks and I don't think anyone's deserved to win. Blue doesn't. America, <laughs> if she had won comps. Here the end and gone on a little run. She yeah. might, but Corey, I think Corey was. Yeah. I turned. I didn't want him to win at one point, but he was playing a game. But I was like, well, he's the last one. I feel who's yeah played, who's thought about how to win. But whatever, man. Um, I think that's it. Um, what about you at this point? Who are you going for? Rooting root, for? I'm still rooting for Sari. Yeah, and. 
Uh, yeah, I just, I want, yeah, I'm just rooting for Suri. I think um, Felicia's played the worst game. <laughs> so Felicia literally has targeted every single, Felicia targeted Heisel. Yeah. She targeted um, Bowie Jane. She targeted Fel- um, Suri. She targeted Izzy. She targeted Red. She targeted Cameron. And every single one of those people were in her alliance yeah. at the beginning of the game. Yep. So it's and now she's satisfied with going with Jag and Matt, who would hundred percent beat her. Yep. So if she if her goal is to be seventy five thousand dollars richer, she's doing a great job of that. <laughs> but not to win the game. Okay. Any other words before we end this twenty second episode of the People's Rose? I think that's it. I th- I saw a stat online that some some crazy number. I don't remember the exact number. Like ninety percent of podcasts don't make don't produce more than twenty two episodes or something, right? Mm-hmm. And only like ten thousand or so podcasts ever have more than twenty two episodes. So we're we are about to break the seal. We're about to Woo! cross the threshold. Let's cross the threshold. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but thanks for listening to us. Um, please rate and review us on whatever podcast app you listen to us on. Please subscribe to our social media accounts, which will become active again. Same with YouTube, Lord willing. And we hope you have a blessed week. All right, bye. Bye.